So Josh, I think the latest news really that we found is 58% of UK adults have reduced their shopping on non-essential items in the last six months. I think that's a common theme. I certainly have. Yeah, I have as well. I think it's a common theme across that retailers are identifying. So it's coupled with acquisition costs. So from our latest um, trends catch up, I think we mentioned about acquisition costs mm-hmm. for campaigns in general. Yeah. Um, but we've seen it you know across multiple industries i know there was some in december it fell by 10 percent yeah kind of what's your thoughts on the certain industries that were found overall when looking at the trends um so overall in the over the last six months i know it's a i know this report here is showing that yeah so 58 percent adults have reduced the spending on non-essentials over the last six months but we've seen a little bit of a different story when we've dug into it yeah um so looking at trends like you say, the peak was in December. That was the year on year. Um, that was the biggest downtrend we had, I guess. But it has steadily recovered across Jan and Feb. So we're all, it, it's we're, we're down four four and a half percent on where we were last year on it, which isn't terrible. But I think it's interesting when we're looking at what's actually taken a, a chunk of that. Where for the gardening accessories industry, for example, they seem to have had an increase of nearly twenty five percent in. And, and people purchasing through online retailers. I think it's when you go into the new year, it's like, it's planning for what they're proposed to do for the next 12 months. So people are being more cautious. Yeah. I know there's loads of people, especially whether it's in our, in our office conversations where they've wanted to move and they've held back big based on those mortgage um, interest rates. Mm-hmm. I think some now, are, you know, thinking maybe do we just look to do a bit of a renovation project, buy something a little bit cheaper? Yeah, is it do almost, we, yeah stay where we are and maybe you know maybe do a bit of diy or anything like that so i think people are being a bit more savvy they can't just wait to be beyond the property ladder yeah so that's kind of my thoughts on where it is is um, it it's i wonder and sort of not worry but there's a bit of concern that people are preparing to stay home a lot for the, the coming year if things enter in a recession things sort of slowly getting worse if people are preparing to get their garden sorted get those do you remember when we saw everyone with a pub in their garden over COVID? Yeah. Is it that type of thought process where people are thinking, I haven't got the money to be going out, I haven't got the money to be spending, I'll sort out what I've got. Yeah. And I'll enjoy the summer from home. I think it's, isn't it the key months? Um, it's an odd one, it's taking a big chunk, it's taking, it's actually rose 20, 20, yeah, nearly 25% when everything else is take, really is taking a hit around it. I know the key areas for DIY and garden is it like May, June and July you normally see a peak. <clears throat> People right. normally start in the spring. Yeah. But as soon as Christmas is over, yeah, it's still freezing, especially in the northeast. But I think people are looking online for inspiration, ready just to be waiting for that deal. Yeah. I think it's definitely gonna come earlier and as you say, people are gonna be staying at home more or just be more conscious of what they spend on mm-hmm. as well as non-essential items they just want to kind of have that security i guess yeah and that they know they've got a bit of comfort and something to do when the tough times and summer roll around i guess yeah it makes sense i suppose you people get looking on the property ladder as well there's houses going up everywhere there's, there seems to be new build estates everywhere at the minute like yeah. in, in some form of development I know people are so keen as well, like, yeah, they've got a new bill, but they want to make it their own. Yeah. So I think they will still spend on it, but I think it's like, what's a priority? Looking at raw material costs as well. And I guess with this, the bit, we've seen the biggest jumps in December and actually January. It's up 30% in December and, and nearly 40% in January. And then over the last six months, obviously averaging out, it's closer to 25 because it was a lot lower before. 
But that's a he- that's a hell of a lot for for what was quite a grim January, really. It's a big jump. Yeah, and I think for retailers as well, it's more that if they're quite seasonal, I guess. Yeah, you know, that if makes they expect their sales it might mm. not be Black Fridays. Their November's not their key month. It might be that May, June, and July. Maybe it's the time now. Well, a key theme for the trends issue one was adapt or die. Yeah. I think it's the key time now, really, to be looking. I don't think it should be left any later. It's either that, I guess, or just thought that industry is getting their marketing really right and getting the messaging right yeah. over the period, which is which is something to look out for, I guess, if people are looking for inspiration. Yeah. I think it goes back to that Pinterest as well, where we mentioned about the key trends. Yeah. I don't think gardening it was mushrooms and, and whatever, rainbow dust or whatever it was, <laughs> yeah. but I think it's more using those tools um and product discovery as well anything visually similar yeah i guess a lot of money was spent on not renovations but like extensions and that type of thing over covid when people had a lot more sort of liquid cash about but with raw material costs up and the cost of those building supplies going through the roof maybe people are looking more towards what they can do themselves yeah it's all about comfort i think and i know we're going to go into more detail about this industry in particular but one thing related to the garden and accessories is, I guess, I'm looking to kind of grow my own fruit and veg this year as well. Nice. What Did, are you going to grow? So I've already got raspberries. More, I've got, I've got all the fruit stuff, so I thought, why not give the vegetables a try? Wow. Uh, isn't fruit hard to grow? It's all right. Is it? Yeah, hard. So it's fine. You get quite a lot of it, like raspberries, if you think the cost of them at the moment. Well, the lack, <laughs> of, the lack of raspberries at the moment. Am I going to be buying my raspberries from you next year? Yeah, I'll be getting up on it and everything oh, like thank that. You. So, But I think it's more, we're seeing now as well, kind of moving into the, the food and drink and non-essential items. Those essential items, tomatoes, cucumbers, lettuces. Yeah, that's an interesting point. Never I thought d- about that. I don't know if you've been into the... Um, as to Morrison's lady. Yeah, I took a photo last night. Might be able to share it, actually. Might be able to put it on, on screen. I took a photo in Tesco last night. There was nothing in. No. It was all gone. Due to adverse weather. Like, I know it's been bad, but... It's been like in Morocco, of... isn't it, that are struggling to get the supplies from? Ah, right, okay. Um, But even then, I think it's more... That hasn't made the decision to grow more vegetables, not just that news flashing. Yeah, bad not, weather in Morocco. It's not like going to be COVID where I need to bulk up on tomatoes <laughs> or anything like that, but... It's just more that conscious effort of, you know, the garden accessories, if you've got the space and you can grow your own stuff and obviously prices are increasing, that's a comfort as well. And I know yeah, that's, that's got that security. Yeah. So there's a lot of now, um, I know there's a couple of our clients as well are starting to promote now March time, 1st of March today, um, is now the time to start growing your vegetables. So we'll probably see a lot of that in the garden is accessories. It, that might be yeah. where the increases come from. It's a good fad. I mean, it's, it's going to, people are on to a loser there like you're never going to grow enough to you won't be bothered growing your own vegetable by that point no not at all <laughs> with green fingers it's a nice thought though isn't it i guess that's what people buying into though yeah i think it's that sense of achievement so mm-hmm. as well as promoting the offers and i guess it's like recommended products you don't just have the seeds or whatever to kickstart it that's true it's like the product discovery process that's an interesting one what would you what sort of things would we be advising uh, two two retailers who want to sort of jump on the on the bandwagon and, and, and make the most out of sort of period like this. I think for especially this industry is educational content is a most. Mm-hmm. So the first thing is when do I actually need to, you know, actually do this? What month? What tools do I need? Yeah. Where do I start? Upsell and cross sell as well. Yeah. So I think it's about 
content on site it's not just about your products but it's supporting that linking through to the product pages or particular category pages mm-hmm. um so you've got buy-in and they can trust what you're saying um but then also it's like can i actually buy all those items together in one site rather than having to jump around this is where the recommendations and the um additional purchases and that, that type of inspirational content works really well i guess especially with gardening and homeware and diy yeah there's always like masking tape or gloves or rollers or something like that that you 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 think you might need even though you don't need you don't want to be going around to different sites no and especially with delivery costs as well you just want to be paying one cost yeah that's a good point um so i definitely think the product recommendations especially if you're not really sure of what you need to get as well especially the state of delivery at the minute you want everything at least if it's going to be three weeks late you don't want seven things three weeks late and separate yeah turning up i guess so it's really important i think it's like more of the content side recommendations visually similar as well like particular ones you might just you've heard of a certain keyword you're going to go for it but mm-hmm. actually what else is out there it's quite an interesting point that regarding keeping everything in one place and the the convenience of getting one package might be something to start pushing um content wise as well and especially if you've got something like goes where you can surface stuff quite easily and quite flexibly as well like saying to people look try and get it all in one we'll offer more uh, a deeper discount on more products in a package things like that it's so easy to forget as well like you go out to check out and it's so good even just little things like not even this industry but other ones you go to check out and just that reminder yeah mm-hmm. just like oh yeah oh shit i need some duct tape yeah, yeah. or overalls or anything like that <laughs> i do that all the time so no i think it's like yeah so i think the fruit and vegetables especially you know i don't hopefully don't think it's gonna last long I know UK farmers have said they're more than happy to support in terms of greenhouses to upkeep that volume, I guess, for the UK. I think everyone just thought of it as the toilet roll incident in COVID. Panicked yeah. and have bought too many. Bad weather in Morocco, eh? I know. Um, Who thought it? But Who would have guessed this two years or three years ago? I know. Simple, essential items as well that people are actually looking to purchase. But even little things as well, like people are spending more money on essential food i guess to bring into work or like lunches as well yeah that makes sense yeah they might not be going out as much so i know um there's a lot of price matching at the moment in food and drink is it a cardo and tesco um i think a cardo's doing a price match on tesco which i thought was quite interesting okay um and on the back of that tesco are starting to utilize their club card as well more with premium meal deals so it's trying to get people, even though to make their own food, is to still use that meal deal offer. I did see that actually, the premium meal deal thing. That is, it seems a, seems an odd odd choice. Seems an odd odd move. Don't yeah. Know. I guess is that still with club card pricing as well? Yeah. Sorry, this is just me asking for my own lunch this afternoon. <laughs> no, it's more the loyalty point side as well. I think it's um, <clears throat> how to get everyone to build their points, and then I guess use them later on in the year to spend more because looking at revenue it looks like food and drinks up 24 percent as well is that over um, the last six months no that's month on month, that's month on month yeah that's over that's from from jan which is interesting do you think that could be anything to do with maybe valentine's last month potentially yeah but we saw it was down t- it was down 26 percent um year on year and it was down 14 15 percent year on year in, in jan and december which are the ones where you thought especially yeah. december that you thought it was up 
Um, but yeah, I think we'll be having a bit of a bounce back here in Feb. Maybe we'll see um, these the bad weather in Morocco affect this again in Jan. Be interesting one to keep an eye on uh, in Jan in March. Sorry, it'd be an interesting one to keep an eye on. Yeah. I guess a lot of people um, tend to buy hampers, isn't it, around December time for Christmas. All oh, right, yeah, that makes sense. Stuff like that, or going out for meals and stuff, but again... Just odd, it's down, especially with the rush for Christmas day yeah. supplies. Maybe a lot of people were eating out, might be worth looking at. Um, but it's an interesting one, nonetheless. Well, saying about that, the cost of the turkey in Morrison's, wasn't it? Was it like £114 pounds or something for a Christmas turkey? They were trying to sell. I think How it was big Morrison's. was that? How big is that turkey? Oh, it was like only a dog. It was only serving like six to eight or something like that. It was like a premium turkey. Wow. But yeah, that, that was that in the one. news. But yeah, I think for Valentine's Day they're saying that the I think the average gift budget was going to be down to like twenty four pounds. But I think we might have seen a slight increase within yeah. the food and drink. Maybe not gifting in general. But that could be down to people just staying in and getting takeaways or... Mm-hmm, that makes sense. Or yeah. people more understanding with their partners. Yeah, actually, we are on a bonus budget. Let's both not do it. Let's we'll both get... not do it. One of them gets <laughs> one one item as well. I think it's probably more the understanding and the empathy. I, I don't know. Yeah, it makes sense. That's something we don't... Well, we just got a takeaway at the end of the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Um, I think some people are about pros and cons about valentine's day and key dates as well why yeah. celebrate one day for me personally it was a it, it was the exact same thing so i i went and got steaks and and fixings and stuff like that so i could like cook a meal so yeah it was more like that was, was the gift. amount to spend but the gift was the gesture of me taking care of her and doing everything mm-hmm. bottle of prosecco you know little bits and pieces that kind of thing how did it go down I've just realised you got a mic. Yeah, I've got a mic. Yeah, I'm actually on That's mic. That's a good shout, that. Yeah, see? So I'm not I'm not just howling in the distance for once. That's why I was like, I thought we were just chatting. I didn't realise we <laughs> yeah, were like live. Yeah, yeah, I thought I might as well. Um, but yeah, that's exactly what I did. Um, so from personal experience, from anecdotal perspective, yeah, that's exactly what I did. Because it was like, well, it's like a £30 meal that I'll cook and, you know, have a couple of drinks. Mm-hmm. As opposed to, uh, you know, £80 going out and then gifts and everything else on what top. did you get back uh, to get the real I, uh, what we I, really want to hear i got a a nice home uh well like a moon pig type card like a funny card yeah um was it funny it was funny yeah that's good yeah but i think the focus for valentine's is always sort of like the the female partner isn't it really like Ooh. i mean be uh be controversial there but usually the, the big the big thing about it is is the guys doing something for the girls really yeah uh, well i feel like guys are less bothered though yeah but that's what i mean i'm not bothered like i liked doing that i like i like liked doing that right me. that was but, when i used like the gesture yeah the but we're not big on on that whole thing that you were seeing where it's like oh we have to do something otherwise you're we, the worst we don't normally ever, but i think there's that fear in the back of your mind when you hear other people in work and you're like, oh, God, got to get a card. I forgot to get a card. Um, yeah. Until, you know, maybe one or two days before. But it is that, it's that time of year. But I think it's, I think people are being more conscious with it. It's just more, rather than you making a decision, right, I'm going to get them this and thinking about it more, it's more like you've got more people gathering to decide as well. Yeah. Like, they're just like, oh yeah, let's not do this this year. We'll go out maybe at the end of payday instead of maybe the middle of Feb mm-hmm. or something. 
I guess cards and flowers and stuff if people are going to um, stores that aren't specialists in in flowers or gifts and they're actually buying them from like supermarkets that would make sense of the stats as well if people are just going last minute bits yeah and what I really like so I think the next upcoming event similar to this is Mother's Day could be wrong 16th of March this month I'm sure it's the 16th of March could be wrong Um, what I really like this time of year is retailers reaching out and saying if you want to opt out of those particular campaigns. So if you've maybe, in terms of family orientation or anything like that, you don't really want to hear about Mother's Day in particular or you're not bothered about it, at least you can opt opt out of those campaigns. You don't have to opt out of their full Mm -hmm. kind of marketing um, subscriber list. Mm -hmm. That's what I I kind of like people preempt. And then that helps them in return with their opening and, and conversion rates as well. Yeah. And it helps, yeah, it just completely helps with everything they're doing, marketing-wise. Yeah. Filling in details, it makes the data better. It, it's just, it it's not as short. I think people, a few years ago, it looks more short-sighted, I think. But for the long term, and that's the other thing. It is a nice gesture. It's a really nice gesture. But once that first couple of people have done it for the right, not saying there's any right or wrong reasons in talking about business, I guess. But when the first couple of people have done it, you're like, oh, that's that's nice. That that's that's a good gesture. But then you see, it and everyone's doing it, and you can see that they're updating the CRMs and stuff. It takes a takes the shine off it a little bit, I guess. I think for it's some still, industries nice. as well, as don't force an event down people's throat if it's not even related to your industry. Mm-hmm. Like I wouldn't expect a Mother's Day. That might prove is wrong. A Mother's Day campaign from like being cute or something like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? What would it be? It'd be something like, oh, help your mother sort her house out or something you can't say that really anymore no she's empowered to sort her own house out i think just just <laughs> spend your efforts and time and cost elsewhere when we're saying adapt or die is just be more conscious do you really you know could you maybe have a break that weekend of sending it out with people going to be actually doing something yeah is it worth maybe holding off on a particular campaign until the week after or you could just do the campaign of tell your mum to sort her house out and then you're not disrespecting her in any way send a wish you're empowering list. her if anything yeah. Send the wish list to them, forward it on. Yeah, send her all the stuff she needs to sort her house. But no, I really appreciate that. <laughs> I can imagine seeing some like tongue-in-cheek campaigns where the kind of like businesses that do know that they have no business for that particular event yeah. or holiday, but kind of being ironic about it and being funny. Because I can imagine actually some people finding that quite like hilarious almost like you know when you get like joke cards yeah i think you have to now because everyone knows everyone's so aware of marketing and advertising especially social media now everyone knows the ins and outs of it because there's always someone it's like what was that magician who um the one that used to be on tv who, who showed you how to do all the tricks the mass magician do you remember oh that guy? yes yeah, yeah. all there's accounts everywhere now as soon as there's a strategy or a tactic or something like that you get a million people pulling it apart and showing you how it's done so every they, consumers now are more aware of all that stuff than they've ever been before yeah so you're almost being complicit in a lie when you go along with some of the shite so though that's why those campaigns work it's all of a sudden now you get loads of people going like this saying no oh, it's all bullshit and then that's another layer to it yeah. and then it'll go back again and go around 
I think it's the context as well where you're just saying, for instance, if it's just a message, it's like, right, okay, I knew it was that date. Mm-hmm. Like, I got a, um, going off topic here, and for my birthday in January, got a an email off, I think it was a mortgage advisory company or an insurance company I'd used once last year. Right. And I, I saw it come through my inbox, and I was like, oh, this is, I haven't seen an email from them in months. And it just said, happy birthday, Charlie. That's all. <laughs> there wasn't anything behind it. Are you going to offer me something? Is there any key messages? And it's like, Really, they've, I feel like they've just ticked a box for the sake of it. Yeah, or it's an email workflow that was set up and they've just forgot about it. And I'm like, cost per email and like return on like, yeah. if you just switch those off and used it towards like, or just even if it was an insurance one, you know, you're getting that one year older, do you need life insurance? Do you need, do you need a will? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, push that down my thought <laughs> rather than just saying it was one line. Happy birthday. I quite like that though. That's quite refreshing. What? Just happy birthday? Just happy birthday, yeah. Nothing, literally nothing else. No I'm sure it came a day late as well, so... That's even funnier, yeah. <laughs> I like you, that. You do get them once at a certain age, though. I've got, like, Tyson Fury popping up every other day on my feed now saying, are you 31? You need oh, life insurance. That's I'm pretty getting, good, yeah. those, those I'm targeted ones. I'm getting Mylene Klass and um, Stacey Solomon. <laughs> yeah, they're pretty good, those targeted ones. Are, are, I was like... Do you have a child and you're 33? Yeah, that's like, me. Yeah, I'm 31. Like... They're gonna get worse. The more this is like the the more information they get, that those those ads are gonna be crazy. They're gonna be like, oh, you live on this street, you do this, you do that. You're like, oh my god, that is me. Yeah, yeah, because you've given them your data, they're basically telling your story. Yeah, it's a good example of how it's gonna go though, because I got the same one, same age. Must just gone through the entire, whatever that. Um, yeah, they must have like a threshold because I never saw it before thirty one. <laughs> and now I'm just seeing them all the time. It'll make sense because they'll just run through the segment, won't they? And just and go through each of the the ages. It is scary the what it's opening the the, the floodgates to. Yeah, it's like Sky Ad Smart as well, based on where your box is, location, region, what channels you're watching. Like mm-hmm. me and you could go home tonight, watch something on Sky in the advert. Yours could be about BMWs games i don't know what else you're interested in inter- hang on let me just cut that those both <laughs> the, those I'm three things nothing to do. that's, that's I don't want his to... entire personality i <laughs> just... so like i can't even do it with... so stereotypical <laughs> bmws Why? games i don't know what else what I'm else so do you judgmental like where like... mine could be about like makeup childcare stuff do you know what i mean and it's just in between but it's it's our bit purchase behaviours and what we've been watching and stuff like that. Like there's even petrol stations in London now, you pull up to them. Um, and I think you can, is it you scan in your club card? So it's like you're paying on the machine and they've mm. got digital like TV units. It'll show you things related to the car. So it'll see what cars pulled up to the station. Um, and then what you've recently purchased on your club card as well. <clears throat> Which crazy. I thought was quite nice. Because yeah. normally you'll just see, you know, something this is like the beginning of Blade Runner isn't it this is yeah. where like the next 20 years it's just personalised projections for everything that you I think it can go over the top sometimes with it as well though it's that thing though you start getting used to the, you start getting used to the um, the input and you start getting used to the what I'm looking for the term like the, the stimulation from it it's like now those TikTok videos where half the screen is like a, a mobile game and half the screen is someone talking just so like keep people engaged yeah or it's like the poppers the adhd poppers on one side and the some message about communism on the other side generally (laughs) it is messed up um i guess going back to the 
acquisition costs and um, cost of living crisis and impending recession this year. How do you feel retailers are using their pricing strategy in terms of, you know, against their competition? I've seen a lot, a lot of people discounting, I feel. And I obviously, I don't think that's wrong. Um, but there's always been that sort of snobbery about sort of brand positioning and how badly discounting affects it which I think is sort of peeling away at the, the, the point now, I think, where people are just like, any anything coming through is, any money is money, which mm-hmm. it always should have been, I guess. Um, I think people are a lot less reluctant to to not necessarily discount. I get that term, just give, it is... It's more like penetration pricing. That's a better way to put it, yeah. I think that... Like a bit of a formal... Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um, I think we've seen a lot more people doing that, a lot more people open to that. Yeah, it's, it's for me, I guess it's um, in terms of your customer acquisition cost and that penetration pricing, yeah, mm-hmm. in terms of your budgets. But um, I know in terms of ad spend, you know, you hear like return <laughs> on ad spend, it's going to be more profits yeah. on ad spend. So it's more about that profit and loss. Mm-hmm. So I guess it's rather than applying it to your whole site or certain categories, is maybe looking at it from a product level. Yeah, this might be great. This might be getting the revenue in this month or this day, but what's the long-term impact? Yeah. What quick wins can you implement on site that are going to support it, I guess, longer term? Yeah, and I think that then rolls out into your social strategy and your any PR, depending how big you are, that type of thing. Yeah. So it's probably worth getting those people into your um, email lists through a bit of discounting at the beginning. It's definitely worth it anyway. Just yeah. to keep them on site. Because right now, the, there's a... Every fashion website's built the same. Unless you're Zara, they all look exactly the same. People who... Yeah. I know it's hard to take for certain brands to say that, no, I was a slightly different... This line width is different or whatever. But if they're going to be realistic with themselves, they all look the same because mm-hmm. it works. It's a wireframe that works. Yeah. Literally, there's only Zara do it and that's a, that's a mad mental website. Yeah. To go through. The differentiator is going to come down to price all the time now. Yeah. I think it's that value of an email address like you were saying. Yeah. Is if you can capture that email address, I think is it every pound you spend via your email, you return, I think it's 38 pounds. I think that was last year's mm-hmm. kind of key takeout <laughs> for email. I think everyone thought email was dead, content is dead. And I think everyone's coming back. Yeah, actually, if you can acquire that email address earlier on. And it worked really well when you say, when you mentioned Zara there and about that um, discount promotional price and they have their app I think the Zara H&M might have done it where oh yeah 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 if you signed up to their newsletter and um, downloaded their app you got access to the sales 24 hours earlier than actually on the site mm-hmm. so it's how you're using those other channels as well and people thinking oh I need to do this to get the best price I don't want to miss out on those out of stocks mm-hmm. it's a good way of surfacing more messaging as well like just through the app that you've got full control, you can send notifications. Yeah. Um, you're in then at that point. I think it's really good as well. I think there's a lot of people where they are spending more time looking on site of what they actually need. Um, even so that people might be using back in stock notifications. Mm-hmm. They're not thinking it's out of stock. I'm just going to maybe buy something that I'm going to return when it arrives yeah um that patient saw that back in stock where you've got the <laughs> flexibility of i want a notification via email or sms or both yeah so i know there's a lot of people in here and we've been talking about email a lot about the value of back in stock yeah 
um, and how that can kind of help your conversions on particular products and categories that might not be, you know, out of stock all the time. Mm-hmm. But it returns people to your site and they know they can rely on it moving forward. So if you have got those other visually similar products as well, how can you keep them on the site at that time? Yeah. Um, and then purchase the item later on.